You're now locked into another episode of Arrows to the Heart. The podcast that will either fix your relationship or end it. Please welcome the man behind it, your host, Arrows Miranda. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of Arrows to the Heart. This is Eros Miranda, and I am so excited to be doing this. If you know me in person from TikTok, from Instagram, from anywhere, you know that I love helping people. I love being there for you, and I want to help you fix your relationship or end it. But hear me out. Really hear me out. By ending it, I don't mean that I'm out to get you or that your relationship will automatically crumble if you listen to this podcast. What I actually mean is that I will help you realize if you're settling for less, if you're making excuses for their bad behavior, if it's time to move on from them, that's what I mean. I have your back. And for this episode, the first episode ever, I'm so excited. I reached out to you and I asked you what you wanted to hear. There were various suggestions, but one topic kept coming up and that was cheating. I thought to myself, that might be a little bit heavy to discuss right out of the gate. But the reality is that if you're going through it, if you have suspicions, you need advice now, not later. So in this episode, we're going to discuss cheating. We'll break it down into physical affairs and emotional affairs. We're going to decide whether you should stay with them, how to rebuild the trust, And if once a cheater, always a cheater is a true statement. But I don't want to waste any more time. I don't want to be one of those podcasts that takes forever to get to the point. So let's get this show going. Let's get this show on the road. I'm excited and I want to start with physical affairs because it's the big one. It's the one we hear about. It's the one we see in movies and it's the easiest one to spot. In order for there to be a physical affair, there needs to be some sort of physical contact between your partner and someone else behind your back. So let's play a little game. Let's make it fun. Okay? If you see your partner hooking up with someone in bed, right? They're hooking up. Is that cheating? I really hope you said yes. And if you see them making out with someone else, if you look out right now, I don't know where you are, if you're sitting, standing, wherever. But if you look out and you see your partner making out with someone right now, is that cheating? I really hope you said yes again, because it is. But the problem is that physical affairs don't necessarily start with them hooking up. Are they holding hands while they walk? Are they hugging and cuddling just because it's cold outside? That's all minimal physical contact that crosses a line. And no, I'm not talking about them holding hands or hugging their best friend that you know about and that you're completely okay with. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about them doing that with someone behind your back, doing something that they know you would not be okay with. That's where physical affairs start. That's the beginning of a physical affair. So don't justify their actions. Don't make excuses for their actions. Don't let them tell you that you're being too sensitive or too dramatic. Don't let them say that they didn't kiss or they didn't sleep together. So that's not cheating. Quit being so crazy. Don't do that. 
you don't need to reach that extreme in order for there to be a physical affair. If their intent was to purposely have physical contact with someone behind your back with hope of it leading to a greater intimate contact, then that's cheating. Don't justify it. It's crossing a line and you shouldn't make excuses for their behavior. However, while physical affairs are easier to spot, they are, emotional ones are not. So let's discuss them. The obvious point here is that emotional affairs are hard to notice because they don't share that open physical aspect, but they do still mimic the closeness and intimacy of a romantic relationship. It doesn't involve that intimate contact, but it does involve intimate communication that can become very potentially dangerous. So let's play a game again. Okay, I know you guys like the games. Let's play a game. Nice, quick, and simple, right? If your partner sends inappropriate messages or flirting messages to someone else, would you be upset? If they then delete those text messages or those calls in order to hide them from you, would you be upset? If they lie about how close they are to someone and they always put that person before you, would you be upset? If they purposely hide their relationship or make it seem less serious than it is because they're talking to someone attractive online or in person, would you be upset? If you said yes to most of those questions, then you're starting to understand what emotional affairs are. You're starting to get them. But okay, thank you, Eros. Great. I'm starting to understand them. What do I do now? How do I even know if my partner is in an emotional affair? How do I spot one? What are some of the signs that my partner could be engaging in an emotional affair? Okay, so I'll lay out some easy signs for you. I told you, I have your back. I have your back. I'm going to help you out. Okay, if they suddenly improve their appearance out of nowhere. If they become very secretive or protective with their phone. If there's periods throughout the whole day where they're completely unreachable and their stories don't line up. If the physical and emotional intimacy in your relationship between both of you has drastically decreased. If they've become very critical of you and very hostile in general. Or maybe if they're starting to compare you often to someone else and they're quick to tell you how you're falling short compared to them. Those are all signs that they might be engaging in an emotional affair with someone. And they are signs that you need to be on the lookout for. But okay, let's say you now recognize and you understand what a physical affair is. What an emotional affair is. Okay, perfect. You understand it. You recognize it. But what if you're going through it? What if you're getting cheated on? What if your partner cheated on you recently or in the past? What should you do? I'm going to start out by telling you what you shouldn't do. Don't try to get even. It's not going to fill the void or the pain that their actions cost you. Getting even is not the solution. Number two, don't blame yourself. No matter what they tell you, no matter the excuses that they say, it's not your fault. Cheating is a choice. It's not a mistake. So don't blame yourself. And lastly, 
Please don't ignore the infidelity and go back to the relationship as if nothing happened. I know that part of you is scared. I know that you're terrified of losing the relationship. I know that you're terrified of thinking of all the time you wasted. What happens if now you're alone? You're scared of being alone if you end this relationship. But let me tell you something. And I hope you can hear me clearly. It's better to be alone than to be with someone that made you feel alone. Okay? It's better to be alone than to be with someone that made you feel alone. So don't just ignore them fidelity and pretend like nothing happened. Don't let it eat you up inside and act like you're perfect and that you're happy. And just take your partner back with open arms. That's not what you should do. Instead, this is what I want you to do. Take some time to really wrap your head around what happened. When there's infidelity in the relationship, you have to understand that the relationship, it's not going to go back to how it was. It's never going to be the same relationship that you used to have. And that's normal. That's what happens when someone cheats on you. When someone betrays you and breaks your trust, the relationship as you knew it, that relationship is dead. Okay, that relationship is dead and you have two choices. The first choice is to walk away from your partner. There's nothing wrong with making that decision. No one's going to fault you. No one's going to blame you for taking that route. So if you decide to walk away from your partner, that's completely okay. You can make that choice. Don't feel obligated to work on the relationship. Okay, the other option, though, is to try to rebuild the trust. And to grow from your partner's infidelity. I know it sounds odd to say that you could grow from your partner's infidelity. But hear me out. If you decide to rebuild the trust, you have to ask yourself, what do you need from your partner in order to start trusting them again? Healing takes two willing partners. So let them be guided by your needs. It could be more communication. Maybe you need more effort. Or more transparency. Maybe what you need is to be able to set aside some time during every single day to talk about what happened and to talk about how you're feeling about it. But be clear about what you need. If your partner is genuinely remorseful and they show you with actions, not just words, but actions, that they're willing to satisfy those needs, that they're willing to do whatever it takes to rectify their mistake, then that's how you slowly, slowly start to trust them again. That's how you both start to rebuild that trust. But it's going to be a process. It's not going to happen overnight, but it can happen. It 100% can happen. And your relationship can actually grow from it. And that's why I want to close this episode with the famous question. Does once a cheater, always a cheater apply for everyone who cheats? Here's the thing. Cheating is something that I despise. If you ever join my lives on TikTok, I always say this because I get this question asked a lot. I despise cheating. And I personally would have a hard time forgiving my partner if they ever cheated. And you have to be very careful with someone that has a pattern of cheating. Someone that exhibits a pattern of cheating. You have to be very careful. 
But I don't completely agree with once a cheater, always a cheater. Yes, cheating is ultimately a choice, not a mistake. But if they cheated once, not multiple times, and they recognize that choice, and they work towards rectifying it, if they're upfront about it, and they're genuinely remorseful, if they're patient with you, and they work hard to be trustworthy again, then that's someone that can grow from their negative choices. Like I said though, that's not to say that cheating is okay, that you should take them back, or that all cheaters are going to become this amazing person. That's not what I'm saying. But I don't agree with once a cheater, always a cheater. If I did, I wouldn't be sitting here telling you the steps on how to rebuild that trust. With that being said, this being the first ever episode of Arrows to the Heart, I didn't want to take up too much of your time. I want this episode to be somewhat of a little preview for you for what's to come. There's going to be some amazing guests in the future and a lot of episodes coming up, but I want you to know that I couldn't do this without all of you. I don't consider you followers. I don't consider you listeners. I consider you friends. So thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'm here to either fix your relationship or end it. Thank you for listening. Show some love, leave a review, and subscribe for future episodes. This was Arrows to the Heart.